This summer, prepare to be entertained. Entertained. Events Wood Buffalo proudly presents the 2011 Interplay Film Festival from August 4th to 7th. August 4th to August 7th. Live from beautiful Fort McMurray, Alberta, Canada. Hosted by Tonsky and Tito of the YMM Podcast. Submit your films now for the first annual film festival for a chance to win awards and cash prizes. Deadline for entries is July 22nd. July 22nd. So don't be late and get your submission in today. Registration is available at eventswoodbuffalo.com. Eventswoodbuffalo.com. And be sure to click on the Interplay 2011 logo. When you attend the Interplay Film Festival, you'll also have a chance to compete in the 48-hour filmmaking challenge. 48-hour challenge. Teams will be given a special topic and have 48 hours to write, film, and edit their own short movies. The films will be showcased at the Interplay Film Festival and also have a chance to win cash prizes. Log on to ymmpodcast.com for details and to hear the countdown to the 2011 Interplay Film Festival. Interplay Film Festival. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. It's Todsky from the YMM Podcast. Just uh, want to apologize. Sorry about getting the show up so late. Tito and I were all excited to get the weekly show every Tuesday. Bring the quality to you guys. But that's just where Todsky fucked up. Uh, we recorded the podcast there earlier this week. Uh, you'll hear our special guest, Bensky. But uh, Todsky fucked up on the quality, so... Spent the last couple of days trying to figure out what I could do to bring you guys some quality programming, but uh, I did the best I can. We're going to air what we did, and uh, just because I thought we talked about some good shit, so have a listen. You're going to hear the quality definitely really sucks at some points, so I apologize in advance, but uh, hear what we have to say, and... Uh, now, check out episode 11 of the YMM Podcast. Sorry for the quality. You're listening to the 2011 Interplay Film Festival Countdown on the YMM Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. And with us, we got another special guest. Bensky. That's right. The return of Bensky. The return of Bensky. More coherent this time. <laughs> <laughs> he crawled lightly coherent. He crawled up from downstairs, and he's going to join us for the cast today. Right, brother um, Ben, isn't it crazy Love how, how too, like buddy. we we just passed the solstice, hey? So like, the, I know. So it's officially the days are now getting shorter. Well, like, but they're still long oh, for big a little time, bit. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like there's been a lot of stuff going on in Fort Mac lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a train derailment. We got some murders going on that we'll not touch too much into. Two twins. 
Yeah, I know. And two, that's two sets of twins. <laughs> two sets of twins. <laughs> no, it's the uh, four people. Twins, <laughs> four people. <laughs> Some pretty wild stuff going on. But one thing I wanted to talk about was our good friend at uh, McMurray Musings, our good blogger friend. Uh, she wrote a pretty good article about uh, uh, being drugged, like while you're out on the town, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. A cautionary tale. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not going to read the whole blog. Uh, we got a link on our Facebook site. Check it out: facebook.com/slash/ymanpodcast. On Twitter uh, at McMurray Musings, uh, excellent blogger, good local girl, and uh, but I'm just going to throw under the bus right now because I think what you blogged about was bullshit. <laughs> what about being drugged? <laughs> okay, now here, here's what she told me. Okay, she told me the we chat sometimes, and I love her to death, and I like I'm not gonna. She's going to be like you asshole, he threw me under the bus. But I obviously she doesn't. You are an asshole. She doesn't. I know. She doesn't agree with some of the stuff I tell uh, We blog or we blog. Well, we, we have the liberty blog. of living in a country where we're allowed to disagree with each other. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying uh, we're not pricks about it, right? Beach Most of us aren't, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ouch. Anyway. Fuck, this is going to be heavily edited. <laughs> the, uh, so she blogs that uh, she was out with friends over the weekend. Right. And she feels... This weekend? She, uh, this no, weekend? Last weekend. <laughs> so over the weekend of June fucking 17th, last weekend. Sure. So our good friend at McMurray Musings wrote a blog. That was rather interesting about, uh, she was out with her friend on the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, she felt that her friend was drugged and intrigued me on Twitter, doing my regular patrols. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, uh, said, how did you figure your friend was drugged? And the answer she got was what kind of shocked me. Well, she didn't have much to drink, but she was acting really intoxicated and she couldn't remember what happened. I'm like, okay. Is that sure, it? I, okay. So you're, you're, you're saying that. There's a strong possibility that she just might have blacked out in terms of drinking too much alcohol. <laughs> Not necessarily. It, it could be many different reasons. Uh, like, what are you trying to say? Is that somebody drugged her? Hang on. She <laughs> got, let me explain. Okay. <laughs> so I was shocked at the answer she gave me, right? She, I'm like, why do you think your friend is drugged? Well, she didn't have much to drink, and she was acting really weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's it's a pretty vague answer. Exactly. This is what I'm getting at, right? And it, she, she kept saying, oh, more and more women are kind of speaking out about this. Like, in my opinion, it, just because you hone in on something that you see in the news media, mm-hmm. I don't think, like, it, automatically your mind is going to go revert to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, my arm fucking, yeah. my arm is radiating pain, I must be having a heart attack. There's no other reason for this, right? I must be having a heart attack. Or, my ear popped mid-flight, and I must have this myotosis-itis thing. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Or, or, or they could be right, and they could be getting fucking... What were you doing last weekend? You were at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so what I was going to say was uh, in terms of the topic. Oh, for a while, podcast, I'm (laughs) Tusky. Okay, so what I was going to say, Todd, is uh, the topic is interesting. Um, What I would say is uh, when I was going to university, um, I was privy to a friend actually getting. um, uh, She had taken. um, uh, uh, What What are they called? Spanish flies or whatever? Roofies? Yeah, roofies, yeah. And, she and took them her own, like her own. No, own no, 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 no. They, they, they were slipped into her drink. Is that proven? Yes, it was. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm getting at. Do you know this? I'm getting at. Do you know this 100 for sure? I was there. Okay, <laughs> it was I did it. You've no, seen it. Yeah. Uh, what happened was uh, we all went out as a group, right? And yeah. um, I guess what had occurred was this guy had bought drinks for the table, but I think he was aiming for a different girl, and he had spiked her drink. But the the what's it called? Uh, 
um, the wrong girl took the drink. Oh. And and she took the drink and so like, like she was she alert, was alert. A, okay. Here's the thing. Here's this the thing. was at Cowboys. Uh, no, no, no. This was in Edmonton. And okay. this is what I'm going to get at is it's not just an issue here. Cowboys in Edmonton. It's an issue all over Canada. That, okay. But but what I'm going to rebuttal to Can you? I finish? Can I finish? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> all right, I'm finished. I'm checking. I know, um, <laughs> uh, so essentially, what happened was the reason we found out what it was is because she was she was acting really odd shortly thereafter, and we were like, oh, she's drunk, she's drunk. And then she literally, like, it, it was really interesting because it was as if she had been sedated. Like, she, she was barely able to stand. And Was we, she conscious? She barely. Barely. Her eyes were rolling in the back of her head. So oh, then we took her, yeah, then we took her to the, uh, to the emergency, uh, at, at the U of A hospital. Yeah. And, uh, they did, uh, Talks. what is it? Uh, Toxicology. Talks. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they found out, yeah, it was Rufalin. Oh, she wow. had been spiked by Rufalin. Now, this is, this is what I want to get at is if, uh, that if you're the designated driver or whatever, what have you, and you're there with your friends, or even if you're not that drunk, um, and you feel that they might have been uh, roofied and whatnot, Take them. yes, it's very important because one, you might need that as proof for later on. It's true because the half life for this is only like twelve hours. Yeah, and 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 secondly, the a, a roofie uh, has different effects on different people, and if a person has a very high metabolism, it'll hit them a lot harder. But if they have a slow metabolism. It'll take a lot longer to really kick in. Yeah. According to, I had a con- had a conversation with uh, with a friend afterwards after everything happened, right? And basically, she had a talk for with the, the 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 paramedic or the the doctor that treated her, and he basically told her uh, how it works, etc. Yeah. And like date uh, rape, date rape, the date rape drug. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really strong. Like it is. It's, it, it's a lot stronger than people give it think it is. Um um, but uh, essentially, yeah. And what I was getting at is okay. So what I would say is. Just because someone might have blacked out while going drinking, that happens all the time. People just, some people can't handle their liquor and they drink too much. I know I'm a lightweight, so I don't drink that much. <laughs> I, I, well, I regulate like, myself. The right? reason, Tino, well, you've been day before? <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> but no, what, what I was getting at is like, it, it, I know there's times where you, you just have that gut feeling, that gut instinct where I know she was drugged, right? But like when she was doing this blog, I'm like, if you're going to blog about this, I know you're just trying to get the word out, but like, Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm just blind. Like obviously I was wrong about the fucking prostitutes at Seven Eleven. Well, actually, not well, even you were half right. <laughs> well, not even obviously. Like, How I, could you I, wrong I still that? don't know about that, right? I, I just maybe I think too much on. <laughs> this is gonna sound funny for me. Maybe I think too much of the positive. Maybe I think there's people really don't do this. Maybe kind your of glass shit. half full, Todd. Well, no, maybe you I think, think there's people don't do this shit. Mm-hmm. I, people, I like to think the yeah. general public. Will not try to drug right. someone to fuck them. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I think there's probably. It's just like the the, the weird shit we hear in this world. You hear it off. It happens well, a little let's, bit. Let's See, go ahead. Tati's like me. Real positive. You drug real, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Um. It, what I was gonna say is, let's take let's take the drugs out of the equation. Even if her friend had been too drunk to, if she would, because uh, you can get too drunk to the point where you're not thinking straight, right? Yeah, and, but if and, she and, says and she only had a couple drinks, but we've had we've had instances. Well, it depends what the drinks were. Fair enough. Um, we've had instances where a woman will have had too much to drink, and then the sex is is considered consensual at the time, but yeah, then she yeah. goes back afterwards, right? You know what? And, and it could what what is, is that referred to as consensual rape? Or let's uh, let's take the drug element out. If you're with your friend and she seems too intoxicated to be thinking straight, that's that's ju- that's justification. Isn't that all the friends that you have ever to, to watch her out, to watch out for her, yeah. right? So let's like, I mean, does this mean that we Fort Murray has a problem with uh, people getting roofied? 
I, I think it's the same problem that's all over Canada. I believe this happens in Edmonton. I, I would venture to say that it might even happen in Edmonton more because I know that the use of ecstasy is 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 very high in Edmonton oh, yeah. in terms of the club scene, right? Yeah, there but ecstasy's not used to... No, but when you use ecstasy, you're more susceptible to use other drugs too, Fair right? Enough. Yeah. There's people that, you know, they, when they party, they... When you do ecstasy, hard. you're more susceptible to getting raped. Possibly. I don't know. I've never done it, so... There you go, right? Well, no, like... The, the, whole, the whole drug thing, you can't even really comment about on any kind of podcast, right? Because, uh... Well, not podcast, but... <laughs> like what? I don't know, just, you know, the whole drug scene is just really out there, right? Well, yeah, I mean, You it's... can't just be like, can't do some drugs one night, go to the bar, and then come up on the podcast tomorrow. Or whatever. Well, no, like, what I'm trying to get at is, right away... Like, my prime example, I'll use it again. Like, right away when I feel, like, if someone feels radiating pain down their right arm, especially a bigger guy, what's the first thing they go to? Heart attack. Drugged. They're good. Well, no, just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think being drugged was a couple, happened a couple times. It was media hype all through the world. It's a very dangerous thing. I'm not saying it never happened. But what I'm just thinking in my mind, that it doesn't happen that often. But no. everyone, because of what happened in the media, because of how our society perceived this as, well, this is common... Right away, something happens on a night where, oh shit, I can't remember what happened last night. I, I had to have been drugged. It yeah. had to have been Tito. There's no other reasonings. Those three bottles of fucking Jack. Uh, so, so, I had so to what have been are you drugged. saying? Don't, don't cry wolf? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm just saying, saying use a logical, like when shit goes wrong, like instead of automatically jumping to the conclusion of, yeah. I must have this, let's stop and think about this for a second. Is there anything else this could have been besides right away saying, I had to have been drugged. Okay. This is a Fort McMurray yeah. issue. It's just the like same thing as like I got this. I got crabs from the fucking toilet seat too. Well, I <laughs> think deal, right? I think if you feel that something, <laughs> if if someone feels they've been drugged, the the logical course of action is go to emergency. But if it's after the twelve hours, there's no point. Well, well if you already got you know what I'm being told, regardless, you should still get checked out. Ag- agreed. Ag- agreed. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, you know, they say that uh, what is it? We've got a syphilis epidemic in Fort Murray. Oh, yeah. apparently that's a big issue right now. Penske, let me <laughs> tell you about that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you feel that something's wrong with you, go get it checked out. That's why we're because there's people shy about shit like this, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. No, I'm just saying it's it's true though. Like, no, you're right. It's the same with this whole with this whole thing. If you think you got drugged. Go get, go get, go to the merge. Uh, make sure that they have a, give you the once over. Because you know why? Because otherwise, you're perpetu, one, you're perpetuating, um, uh, a, a possible, you're perpetuating something that may not have happened. Yeah. For starters, which I know you hate. And number two, you don't know the long term effects of, of, of something like that happening to you. You might not be well for a while after that. Could be, yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what might have or been. Have, or that. it might be an existing previous medical condition that you need to get checked out. <laughs> well, no, yeah, you're, you're completely right. Maybe you have an intolerance to alcohol or something like that. Like the only example I could think of besides for the heart attack one is I'll never forget an ex girlfriend of mine. Actually, my first girlfriend, right? And we just started doing the whole sex thing, right? And then well, you had a heart attack? <laughs> it was just so magical that night. <laughs> Candles were lit. Alan Jackson was playing on full. Okay, good time. So, what are you talking about? Talk to the, uh, no. Uh, I remember. I'll never forget it. Like we're having our typical pillow talk, right? And it's just like, oh, I got, I got something to tell you. I'm like, okay, what? Well, this is after we had sex too. I was like, I think, I think I'm pregnant. All right. After so it's- after I fucking lift myself off the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, what, like, how, why do you figure this? Like, what's going on? Tell me what happened. Oh, my stomach hurts. Mm. 
So, so like his name. After, is this I've, high school Totsky? Yeah. Yeah, he's but like, that happens a lot in high school. He's like his name in Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like we'll like, have him in six years. <laughs> <laughs> he will be magical. Like I'm just saying, like come on, like my stomach hurts. So the only logical explanation is I'm pregnant. I can't remember what happened last night. The only logical reason is I'm drugged. Like it's, it, it was, it, the, it was the big Tazi cock so that her stomach. That they should, they should get the facts Bro. first. <laughs> Meanwhile, our podcast. Touche, touche. What I would say is, is just you know, I mean, that happens in high school a lot, though. I mean, I, oh, I, I'm just me saying, and my like, girlfriend in high school went through a pregnancy scare too. So yeah, but maybe she had a fucking valid reason, like she missed her period or something. Not my well, fucking stomach. Think, I think, even when I you think the YMM podcast past. should go on here. Okay, all right. Past uh, it's too cl- high it's school too pregnancies. Too close, <laughs> too close to home for Bensky. We're long, we're long past high school pregnancies, so yeah, it's gonna be pretty busy. Um, speaking of of the days are getting shorter. It's four weeks until the deadline for the Interplay Film Festival. Uh, our deadline is July the twenty second. Um, we have had some uh, some interest in uh, submissions. Absolutely, we've got, yeah, we've got some emails. Unfortunately, the postal strike hasn't really yeah. been helping us in that <laughs> respect. But there's uh, been a couple um, of filmmakers that have expressed interest and uh, just had some general questions for us and uh, have actually uh, submitted. And uh, so exactly, guys, yeah. it's the Interplay Film Festival hosted by the YMN Podcast. So. Yeah, sponsored it's gonna be by a, events with Buffalo. Exactly, it's gonna be a big, it's gonna be a big weekend. I'm, I'm gonna plan to make a nice weekend out of this. We're gonna be recording <laughs> some shows. We're all gonna come back to the house and just get it's ripped. Be a busy week. It too. is. It's gonna be fun. It's, yeah, I can't it's wait. Pretty big event too. Interplay. Interplay is. Yeah. And, and yeah. Now that it's at uh, King Street, like right inside that piano. Well, yeah, it's just sure, that yeah, much yeah. more space. I right? remember. I remember like last year. Um, I, I, I think I started really noticing last year because um, ever since our big boom in like 2007, 2008, yeah. right. There have been a lot of families that have uh, moved to Fort McMurray. I mean, not to say that there haven't been a, a continuous flow, but at Interplay was the first time I really noticed it because there were all these teenagers that, you know, when you're growing up in Fort McMurray, you you kind of know everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, right. you, you kind of know who the groups are, right? Yeah. And I was I was uh, downtown uh, during the Interplay f- uh, Festival at one point. I wasn't atten- in attendance. But there were all these kids, right? Because like they're you know kids and teenagers and and adults, and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Who are these? Strangers? I find that like I found there that definitely really... definitely a time in McMurray where one day you kind of knew everybody, exactly. And the next day, even in high school, I found right after high school. high school, I found like I graduated in 02, and I found like oh three oh four oh five, like I just felt like the man. It's like everyone's just like Totsky, like you know what I mean. Like I, oh, I know everybody in town. town it's just right? like you're you're walking down Franklin to uh, Saturday Night Dance Fever. I was thinking more like the way I was thinking more like the Sopranos theme, right? Oh, <laughs> with a cigar in your mouth. But uh, now, like I find, I have no idea who anyone. Well, is. like I noticed a big change when uh, when I left for uh, school, and when I came back, like uh, four or five years later, it was like. Literally, not only did I not know anyone in town, but like the town was completely reconfigured. It was like a Lego city, <laughs> and and to, and to the point that because I came back just as the boom started to like really like peak again, like around 2006. So it was like literally like a Lego city because there were cranes everywhere, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, there was just like a lot of work being done, and there's still a lot of infrastructure work being done, which there is, is. Good. As, I, like I think people sometimes forget they got that big big ass crane like right by the towers. Yeah. Like they're taking apart, like they're building something. I think us, big there, uh, just to give our, our listeners a little bit of the, um, I guess the background about Fort McMurray. I think we've we've gone into it in previous podcasts, but 
Fort Murray has an interesting geographical layout. If you guys Google it, essentially, like the city is is a valley, um, and it's and it's uh, broken up into three major major sec- sectors plus the oil and gas industry, which is uh, about north. fifty. Oh, about between twenty to fifty kilometers north of the city itself, right? Yeah. So when the big you, ones anyway. Yeah, when you enter the city, it's it it looks very small town when you first enter the city because you're coming in through the Highway 63, which is kind of like the only way to get up here unless you're flying. And uh, you come and it's a split highway, and then you you kind of see a bit. You know, there's there's uh, an industrial park. Um, there's a couple of buildings. Not the lots not, of industry. Yeah, exactly. A lot of industry. Interesting. <laughs> when you first enter the town, it's industrial park. When you when leave I, the town, it's industrial park. I remember when uh, I used to work for uh, um, the McMurray Tourism Bureau. Um, uh, Fort McMurray actually, you know, those community, the communities in bloom. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. We like we used to get top marks for it, right? And I mean, I always scratch my head as to why, but it had nothing to do with what the city, what the buildings of the city were. It was how it was kept up, Presented. right? So anyway, so you're coming in through the the, the Gregoire Beacon Hill area is what it's known as, and it's a pretty small. It seems pretty small, a couple of gas stations, etc. But as soon as you get past that area, it's a dip. You go into the valley, and that's where the actual well, what was previously the core of the city, the ghetto, the yeah, the yeah. ghetto. Well, it's basically <laughs> the um <clears throat> the old part of the city. It's um the downtown area. Yep. And when I say the old part of the city, is because the Clearwater area used to be the yeah. city center. Waterways was the beginning of McMurray, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> to the point where our Heritage Park is down there, right? Yeah. And you know, you've got our two buildings that I I, I like to joke around that if Spider Man ever lived in Fort Murray, that's the <laughs> only place he could go. The only <laughs> place that Batman can <laughs> yeah, watch it, from. Exactly. It's just two tower, two small tower buildings. And they're just in the middle stories. of the Yeah, and of course the regional, uh, the regional health center and all that. And it's, it's not bad. It's, it's, it, it's really congested these days because of the amount of, of, uh, population that we have. Yeah. And I mean, you go further north and we go to what is now kind of the core of the city, which is the Thickwood and Timberlee area, which is essentially yeah. growing up, like, um, it was actually, uh, there was a lot of concern whether or not that area would be viable. Because they were trying to get people to move there and nobody was moving. Yeah. But now it's kind of like everyone wants now to move Now they need there. to, yeah. Well, that's the but, thing. Like, space is always a critical issue, too, right? Like, downtown's done. Like, people's, like, you look at the, what was called the ghetto part of downtown is now probably the most expensive place you can get for a house because this is where they could zone commercial, right? Yeah. Like, people downtown are just hoping to God that Walmart wants to buy Father Merck Street and just <laughs> put in a new spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying mm-hmm. to. That's the ultimate goal. Eventually, is what I, what kinda, I was saying, uh, way ever, down the line. Ever since right? the Great Floods, where God looked yeah. down on Fort Murray and said, "I'm going to purge downtown <laughs> of all the sinners." <laughs> See those trailers? Yeah. Gone. Yeah, yeah. My well, porn, pretty much, my that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's where I got that. Then you see Noah's Ark coming up the Athabasca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like a hovercraft. Oil sands workers in his bypass the city. <laughs> um, yeah, and and uh, in the t- <laughs> we got to repopulate the mud. The, the, the thick wood turbo. Uh, the river's high though, Ebers. Yeah, river's very high. Right now, river's it's, very it's high. Very, I wonder if it has anything to do with the temperature right now. It's the floods. It's like, the rain. Uh, yeah, it's all southern Alberta is just oh gone. Right? Well, uh, you were telling me about that actually. The um, Grand Prairie? No, not Grand Prairie. Uh, the fire. Slave Lake. Slave Lake. So, so they flooding. Have the fires. Yeah. And now they're getting floods. Floods. Half a highway Tuesday. All the beat up houses are getting. Washed away. Washed away now, yeah. Wow. So the place is just hitting hard from both ends of the spectrum, yeah. right? Well, I mean, and, and like I said, t- the Thickwood Timberley area, which is the, the now considered the core, I mean, that's where the million-dollar houses are, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's very – there's a lot of housing up there right now, and there's more being built. And then, of course, if you keep going north, 
that's where you get to another industrial era, which is the actual uh, oil sands uh, plants, plants uh, where they operate. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's an interesting geography. It's it's very unique. I think like I remember reading uh, an article about how it's um what 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 is it um what do we call the hamlet? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Fort McMurray is considered is considered the world's biggest hamlet because of the oh, geographic fuck. urban service urban service. Center. I remember getting into an argument with some friends over this. They're like, Fort McMurray's not a city, and I'm like, okay, listen, a, <laughs> no, you're a fucking douche. No, b, no, no, like, no, like I know what they're trying to say, but like, we're actually, like the fourth biggest city in Alberta now, right? Yeah, population wise, population but there's something wise, to do. Yeah. Like, you got to be incorporated as a business to become a well, city. Something bullshit. Technicality, small print. Fuck we will be bigger than here in the next five Wikipedia this years. shit because, yeah. according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Uh, here we go. Canada's two largest hamlets, Fort McMurray, formerly incorporated as a city, <laughs> and Sherwood Park, are located in Alberta. They both have populations well in excess of of the ten thousand person threshold to incorporate as a city. As such, these two hamlets have been further designated by the province of Alberta as urban service areas. Yes. An urban service area is recognized as the equivalent to a city for the purposes of program delivery and grant eligibility. Yeah, so it's a better way to get money. Provincial funding is yeah. what I get. Glorified right? city. Well, that's, we, we've taken all Fort Mackay and Fort Chip. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, uh, municipality now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It Buffalo, includes Buffalo. everyone. There's no such thing. urban service area. That I think, I think yeah. we should have an NHL team, the Wood Buffaloes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Winnipeg can get a team, well, like, how, God many damn tickets, it, so how many tickets did uh, Winnipeg have to sell? Fuck, 13,000. The arena holds 15. They, 13, their goal 000? was to hold 13,000. We could sell 13,000 tickets. See, this is what The Winnipeg Jets, by the way. Yes, the Winnipeg Jets. Think about it. We had a stadium that held 13,000 people. We could fi- we could sell season. See, you think the up. same way I do, right? Yeah. Like, like in my opinion, everyone's like, "Well, can an NHL team or can a small market handle an NHL team?" In my mind, a successful NHL franchise, you just got to sell out your building. We just got to sell out a fifteen thousand <laughs> yeah, seat arena four times. Happened, no, oh no, I, there's got to be more to it. Well, I'd like but... to see. I'd like to see the oil barons ticket sales, right? Yeah, but we only got like I think it's eleven hundred seat and arena. I don't even think they sell out or nothing though. Yes. People yeah, in this town love their hockey, man. Nobody goes to these I've seen people, where I work, I've seen people fight over tickets. There's a lot of, like, because uh, a lot of I'm gonna start taking Kingston. season yeah. tickets, right? And I've they, seen a lot of people give up at a whole lunchroom of fucking workers. Can you swear on here? <laughs> no, no swearing on this <laughs> podcast. He's like, old bears tickets, old bears tickets. Gonna nope. be on, this is going to be on Treehouse. What are you doing? We're here on YTV. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, actually, because I want to talk about the CRTC and Canadian content. Well, let's uh, jump right into it. Well, let's just finish off. I think we should hold on about Slave Lake. <laughs> you were, That's I fun. thought you were going to be like, we should talk about slavery. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> White power, slavery. <laughs> okay, what That's time is that? <laughs> time stamp. Anyway, Slave Lake. That's pretty horrible what happened to Slave Lake. Oh, the fires? Yeah, we, we talked about it earlier in a previous episode. But yeah, like, what sucks is, like, they went through the fires. Okay, so this, this, this is what's terrible, this situation. And then they a flood. The fires. They had the fires. People didn't want to leave because they <laughs> wanted yell, to defend their yell. houses. And then at, right after that, after the fires were put under control, like, there was a big problem with, like, people's wildlife pets. And... People's pets were, were, uh, were getting eaten yeah, yeah, yeah. by the wildlife that was now taking over the city. Yeah. Like, it was literally... Kind that's of awesome. like society had crumbled <laughs> in the city. Well, that's yeah, what happened. It was, and it was like it was law, fucking mob rules. The man. law of the bear <laughs> came into <laughs> yeah. effect. Whatever the bears on yeah. is the bears is pretty much the law. The, you know how there's the law of the jungle. Yeah. Like we have the law of the forest. Law of the and forest. pretty much the, the law of the forest in Canada is if a bear is near it, it's not yours it's anymore. Not even, yeah. <laughs> the bear has officially claimed whatever it wants. Yeah, so that became an issue, and now they're having floods. Like 
man, that sucks. I know. It's just, that's what I find is just absolutely fucked up. Like, literally, we were dealing with fire. Yeah. And now we're dealing with water. Yeah. Like, it's literally the opposite end of the spectrum. Next is going to be like, it's raining frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Locusts. Well, well um, you know, we, I know we were following this whole thing with Penn Horwood, but like, I'm sorry, people of Penn Horwood, Penn Horwood, but these people. These people kind of got a little rougher than yeah, you now. No. Well, yeah. we keep getting. You'd be worse if someone from Penhorwood had moved there. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, I just sold my Penhorwood apartment. Thank like, God, I got point, a beautiful going, spot on Slave Lake. Like, a gypsy and like asking them to break this curse that's on me. <laughs> she goes to the gypsy. Okay, we got a nice spot for you in downtown Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> um, great seats for Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my car. <laughs> Um, it, uh, on that, uh, end, like what I was going to say is, uh, what I had originally started with was, um, so like I said, there's four weeks left until, uh, the deadline. Oh, yes. Now we're going all the way back. Here we go. The the yeah. <laughs> way back. Uh, for the Interplay Film Festival. I'm pretty excited about the event. Uh, so basically, if you want to see. it heavily this last week. If you want to see what we just described, which is what we want to do, we want to bring people and showcase our beautiful town. Mm-hmm. We want people to come in, have a great time at this film fest. Come on up, chill, do a podcast with myself and Tito, and just come see this area, which is what we want. It's, it's, it would be great to have, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's going to be more news coming uh, as as uh, well. Essentially, our uh, our sponsor events with Buffalo right now. The the big thing that they're focusing on is this weekend. And if you guys don't know about this, this weekend, Kiss is going to be in Fort Murray. Kiss, the only wow. Alberta date they're doing this year is right here in Fort Mac. Yeah. Fuck Edmonton, fuck Calgary. It's here in Wood Buffalo. This is that's that's unprecedented. Are you going Dotsky? Probably. Are you going Tito? Uh I can't actually. Um my folks are uh, are leaving the country. They they're getting deported. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going either. I got this court thing. <laughs> no, no, they're they're going back home and uh I'm going to be taking them to uh to the airport, right? So I won't be in uh, Fort Murray for Canada Day. In fact, I'm going to miss Canada Day altogether. altogether I'm yeah. going to be traveling the evening that of the fireworks. So by the next day, I'm just going to be sleeping, and it's going to be Canada Day. I might go to a parade. I wonder if Edmonton. I'm sure Edmonton has a parade yeah, too, a, right? I think everyone like, yeah, gets a mandate. That's for kids. Right? Like, I don't want to be that jerk. That's like, you know how like at those parades they used to throw candy out for kids, <laughs> just pushing the kids inside. Here's my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I was thinking? Speaking of parades, that we might have to do one time. What? The why I'm in podcast float. I am not doing a float with you. <laughs> we could we could like dick out the fucking truck. And, oh my uh, god, that is the gayest thing uh, as an idea I've heard. <laughs> just like the logo made out of flowers. <laughs> I just, definitely pay to see that. We have a fucking table in the back and it'd be us doing the show. <laughs> from, from from the float. Yeah, but you'd have to keep it all uh, general for uh, kids. Yeah, and everything. I think we've already proven it's we like can't. That do kid's it. ugly. That kid's ugly. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> I do her. I do her. Um, but yeah, so the the countdown. It, I mean, we're less than a month away. Like I said, when we announced, we we only had a one month deadline going, and so uh, submissions submit because. Uh, I mean, we. Uh, I'll, I'll do a little bit of a plug for one of the submissions. I mean, I can't say if anything's been accepted yet, but one of them is really interesting. It's uh, actually you're, you're, you might be interested in seeing this one, Bensky. It's uh, a, a thir- <laughs> hold on. Did you tell me more about this whole deal you guys are doing at Interplay first? Okay. Um, so, essentially, episode ten link is www.bymmpodcast. <laughs> essentially, you know how Interplay is performing arts, right? And and you know they do singing, visual, yes, performing yes, arts. Yes, uh, yes. Essentially, this year it's going to be held on, in King Street. Where you know where the Keanu College and everything is. Yes, yes. Uh, so that whole parking lot is going to be converted into kind of the area for for Interplay. And you know how there's the Keanu Theater, right? The Keanu Recital Theater. 
the Cannon Recital Theater is now going to play host to a film festival. So for three days, we're going to be showing oh, independent movies. That's you guys. We're going to be hosting. We're hosting. Yeah. You guys are hosting. Well, yeah, we're organizing and hosting. now for independent movies. Really? So, the link so is online. Shit. For, that's pretty fucking wild, actually. Yeah. So if you guys got movies where you're not showing your wang, that's a key part. <laughs> if you're not ah, trying shit. to get revenge against your ex-girlfriend, which I'm sure is a predominant theme here in former Murray. Um, <laughs> the Porno Film Fest is going to be the weekend after the yeah, exactly. Film Fest. And actually, you can send it to my personal email, and I'll judge, give you some um, critiques. Um, yeah, but... As the porn thing is going to be at Todd's or, house. Or, or we, yeah, exactly. It's like... Uh, and, and, Dude just uh, gave the address over the air, and I just keyed into that. <laughs> The uh, Adult Film Fest will be taking place at midnight at Totsky's <laughs> house. Totsky. Make sure you bring. Uh, it's like what is it? Uh, uh, drinks, uh, drinks, uh, drinks uh, will be served uh, at the bar at eleven. Yeah, because it gets a little blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, Show starts at twelve. No, if you wear a Canuck shit, then you get free. It, it free, won't, it won't free be beer. porno. But interestingly <laughs> enough, did you know you can show nude bodies in a movie so long as it's not in a sexual context and it won't be rated R or PG? Or I think you get a PG. For yeah, fucking Terminators. Yeah, well, no, Terminator's not an example. Actually, the good example is, uh, you know the movie Dewey Cox? Yeah. Um, you know, Walk yeah. Hard? Yeah, that's right. You know it's, the, the gag it's where he, the, he's in, the, he's in the, the hotel room? After he had that energy. He's had the, oh, you haven't seen it? No. I'm well, there's a great scene where he's getting a call from his wife, right? And everyone's naked in the room. And there's literally, <laughs> he's on the phone. And, like, the, the framing of the shot is him on the phone. And then a guy walks next to him, and it's, like, his cock. His flaccid cock just there. It's just there. Yeah, it's just there the entire scene, but it's it, not it, hard. Yeah, it's not hard, so it's not seen as a sexual as a sexual. So what if I walk there. in public at the fucking Walmart and just be like, yes, no pants, flaccid cock. Well, that's public indecency. I'm, huh? I'm talking about in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Movies not real life, Todd. If you haven't, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. You're breaking my heart here. I thought it was something um, we can do anything. Yeah. So, so essentially, just to finish your question, there, Bensky. So we're we're accepting film submissions right now. And the one I was going to mention is uh, it's um, they 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 said they're going to be sending it in. I haven't received it yet, but they emailed us about it. And it, what it is is um, it's a 30 minute documentary uh, called uh, Cannabis in Canada. So it's basically oh? talking about the law and uh, weed. Yes. weed, weed uh, so you might not be able to show your cock at our film fest, but goddamn, we can smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> For sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely into that topic. Yeah. Um, Timestamp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interestingly <laughs> enough, uh, this uh, this will for for those of us for those of you that really follow our podcast. Um, the the our sister cast, Robocop versus the Nazis. I guess spotted on it this weekend. Yes, Tito cheated on me. Was yeah, it was really sad. awkward. Actually, it was really awkward. Tito. It felt like it was on stage. Um, I don't know if you listened to the podcast. How's Jesse's house? I'm really, I'm really, uh, I got really nervous. Why? It, I don't know. It was just because just this is a much more professional <laughs> podcast. Well, besides no, Totsky's dining room table. I think it was just because it was like, because um, we talk about forming Murray, right? We don't talk about ourselves that much. Yeah. And and yeah, they, they were drilling you. It's like what's well, your it, it, sex location? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, it really, they really weren't. But what's like, your true first name, Tito? Yeah, exactly. What's your, what's your first name? Exactly. <laughs> hey, my, my, my name is Osama. <laughs> um, uh, but es- but essentially, yeah. What what happened was um, they uh, they they I was a guest spot there, and they were asking me questions, and I really like I was really nervous, and, and like I, I don't know if you could tell through the through the podcast, but like I was really like uh, this is uncomfortable for me. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's I'm so. What happens when you get to the uh, film festival? Yeah, I know. That's that's my concern. <laughs> What? what? I, I think the film, like, to me, uh, like, I'm going to go on stage and I'm just going to be like, hey, 
like just make. I want to say complete ass of myself because I'm pretty sure I do that on a regular basis. Maybe I'll get really just, just go Todsky unleashed. Tosky unleashed. You'll like, be fine. Like I expect to walk out to a chorus of booze. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll cheer you, Todd. To me, so, yeah, no man. I, everyone's I gonna be there to, for for a good time to watch some movies. Yeah, the beauty's gonna be like. Um, if uh, if you're a filmmaker that's accepted the film festival, you're you're gonna you know, you want to bring your friends because I mean like oh, yeah. I said, there's cash prizes up for yeah, grabs. Yeah. Right? Like I said, I want to make this weekend an absolute blast. Like yeah. what like for you and your stage, like don't we're not gonna go up there and do stand up. Like we're not gonna do no interesting bit or something like that. Like good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just gotta throw out these cards. Yeah, <laughs> like just we're gonna go up. We're gonna do exactly what we're doing now. Besides, we're not gonna talk about like just staring at each other on stage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna bring this, we're gonna bring my dining room table. We're just gonna set it up, and we're just gonna look away from the audience. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I, I and can't I think wait. It, so long as we're not talking about ourselves, I think or we'll, we'll be okay. No one cares about um, us. Uh, so, so I was on Robocop versus the Nazis, and interestingly enough, um, on the same note. Uh, the people that touch your food. Episode two is Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So if you guys uh, want to watch it, it's on foodseries.tv. Um, it, the first episode got a real a lot of hits. I mean, I think in like the first couple of days they were like oh, over three hundred, four hundred hits. It's good. Like it, it was it, the pilot. Well, it, well, it set up, it set up it the set three up primary episode, yeah. characters. Uh, Bensky walked in while we were watching it. Uh, it's essentially Ben is uh, uh, a, a lot of the friends that I produce movies with. In Edmonton, they got together and they made this uh, this kind of like internet web series, mm-hmm. right? And they're five minute episodes. I think there's ten in total, and it's kind of like a season, but in five minute segments. And it's called the people that touch your food about these people that work at a restaurant, right? <laughs> so that was just episode two. And what it was, the episode was uh, what was it entitled again? I forget. Uh, the decider. The decider, which was really funny, actually. We yeah. s- we get our first glimpse as uh, of Charles Gall. Yes, the voice of the YMM <laughs> podcast. You heard his ads. Uh, at the beginning of our and show, and also in Nighthawks. Yeah. yeah, so we finally get the. Gl- I finally got to see a glimpse of him in action besides Nighthawks. And yeah, yeah. I was impressed. It's good. We're gonna have him on the show. Yeah. It's, um. So, what was your favorite part of that episode, uh, Todd? To me, um, I'm gonna have to say, <laughs> I really enjoyed like when the first, like the very first part. When 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 they manipulate her? <laughs> no, yeah, at the start, right? Like like my, my we, got, we got introduced to two more characters, yeah. which I loved. Right? Well, well, three, what I really Charles. liked about this episode is it's actually it felt like a complete story in the sense that there were actually three acts to it, right? Yeah, it's true. It was yeah. her trying to do the the uh, the meeting, that was then the, coach, the, the, the mentoring the, the, talk, the mentoring talk, yeah. and then like the third act, which which brought it back home, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. My favorite part was while they were in the bathroom. And in the, you know the, they walked all over you, and she and she looks <laughs> she outside, the door, and they're right? all making fun of her. And, and uh, Ben Dexter says a great line where he's like, "I have a vagina," <laughs> which is really good. So um, it's good, like I mean, yeah, it's like kind of like a comedy drama type of deal, right? Well, it, it's what it is is it's kind it's like a sitcomish type scenario, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's in five minutes. Actually, um, we had a conversation about this uh, on the Robocop versus the Nazis uh, podcast, and essentially, like w- what they had been talking about is. Maybe if they go to a season two, maybe they'll follow the same format as Adult Swim, because you know how Adult Swim uh, they have eleven minute, minute, eleven minute, eleven minute, yeah. minute shows with commercials, and and as a web series that could really work a, a, an eleven minute episode, right? So they just make thirteen eleven minute episodes or something of that sort, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So uh, I, I was impressed. Like, uh, you guys all heard my thoughts on episode one on in our in our last podcast, and I think episode two it, it was. Yeah, it's just getting better. Two two rungs above it, right? Yeah, and we're only in episode two, and they yeah. and they brought it, they brought it hard that episode, right? Oh like, yeah, the, the the writing is, I liked it. is very it, sharp. It was tight. It was sharp. It was funny. 
Yeah. You hit everything. I think they hit everything they wanted to hit. They nailed I th- it. And I think uh, Chris Hill doesn't get enough credit. He's uh, he's the director as well as the the co-creator and writer of the Kudos. series. Kudos. And, and Chris Hill is actually a very talented writer. And you can really tell, not just like in, in how it was written, but the pacing of the writing. It's very quick. Like um, He did this other short a couple of years back called uh, Space Cowboy. It is fucking hilarious. It's a spoof of kind of like Star Wars, right? But there's this one visual gag which I could I, like I cried laughing when I saw it in the, <laughs> in the theater. What it was is uh, they kind of have like a Han Solo Chewbacca ca- uh, characters, right? And the Han Solo guy is sexist, chauvinist, etc. And and it, literally the plot is because it's all black and white. Kind of like yeah. uh, Star Wars is is based on serials from yep. the 1930s. Yep. So this is more to that whole 1930s serial okay. concept. And it's these two smugglers that are running away from I kid you not. Space communists, and it's literally like you know you got these commies with like the sickle, and you know it's like he's like hello there again, uh, sp-, you know the, the, the space cow. He's got over the taxi. Oh yeah, he's like your shit box will be blown from space. <laughs> and okay, so that was that concept in itself is really funny. And then you um, it's, so he's Han Solo, and for Chewie, what they had was this the side character, which was played by Chris Hop, which is in surreal. If you've seen surreal, Chris Hop is the romantic interest. He's in a big. If you want to see surreal, hyperphotonmedia.com. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's okay. it's not very good. <laughs> I like it. It's uh, he's in a big cat suit, but the cat suit has this fucking giant head. So it's like they're in the spaceship. Spaceship. Those reminded me of spaceballs already. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, but the thing is, it's better because spaceballs was. A... <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> Because space. Just you through the, the thing I thought is better than that Hollywood movie. That's yeah, well, I mean, no, 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 no slight against uh, Mel Brooks, but Spaceballs was was a spoof of Star Wars. Star Wars, Wars yeah. Whereas this, yes, there are, there's elements that are spoof of Star Wars, but it's actually more derived from the genre that spawns Star Wars. Yeah. Right? You've yeah. got like, it's really funny. Like, there's it, it, there's a really good bit where like you know they've it, it, the reason the 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 commies are after them is because they've got this piece of cargo. Turns out the piece of cargo is a princess that was frozen. Okay. Like and so they unthaw her and you know it's like we need to get out of here and she's like you know what I think he's like shut no one cares what you think <laughs> it's like he's just is really it online is it available online I don't think it is I know he's I know it's uh, I know he's got it on I know he's got the preview online we'll watch it in a bit but uh, YMM or YMM <laughs> IFF uh, yeah yeah uh, I, I'm trying I'm trying to convince them to um, to uh, to submit I know uh, a little the, uh, a few of them are, and I have something that uh, I kind of touched upon on the Robocop versus the Nazis a little the, a, a few of them are kind of wary about the submission fee uh, but honestly I mean the whole idea is we're trying to give this thing legs for for the following years yeah. right so I mean and, and you know what I, I promise you uh, you guys submit you won't be disappointed it's gonna it's be, be a really good great. time yeah. like seriously like that's... It, it, and the thing is it's not just a film fest that's the thing there's the film fest and there's also performing Interplay. Art. There's, yep. It's it's going to be a whole yeah, festival yeah. thing. Oh right? yeah, there's going to be parties gonna be at fucking yeah, Totsky's house too. That's going to be. I mean, part of have Interplay. you ever had elephant ears? They're delicious. <laughs> you got to get some good bands on the go. Yeah, it, uh, actually, there's a one that you'll like. There's going to be a, a reggae band on the last day. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Right before and, and right before that, it, it, we're going to time it so that the reggae concert will start right after the film fest. Right so we're going to do the we're going to do the awards and everything. And so the winners are going to get up. their trophies and everything, and then we're just like, go outside, and then we're going to reggae fest, right? So. <laughs> go outside. Was good. And we outside. hope the band is good, or else it'll be like, yeah. why don't you get anything? This whip reggae a, band ruined the film festival. <laughs> and he, well, I was like, did he just whip a best actor at me? Yeah, he did Um. Yeah, so, uh, oh, okay, so, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, 
yeah, what I was going to also talk, sorry, uh, what, so I guest spot on Robocop versus Nazis, and they're going to talk about it on this podcast, but I kind of want to beat them to the punch just because I found the topic really interesting. I'd like your guys' opinion on it. Um, essentially, uh, the CRTC, they're, um, kind of, you know, Rogers, Shaw, like, it tell us everyone that provides internet to us, they're ragging on, on Netflix right now. Essentially, yes. Netflix has single-handedly defeated uh, Blockbuster in yeah. Canada, and and it, they already did in the states. Yeah. And it's it's very much it's really ironic because you've got the situation where Blockbuster and all these big conglomerates destroyed the mom and pop video store, right? And now they're getting they're getting their just desserts from an enemy that doesn't even exist. It's, it's <laughs> on the internet, just right? Just out there. Yeah. And and what I think, in my personal opinion, I think that's. This is this has marked the end of of disc as a format for movies. Pretty much, because the only reason you'd even have a disc is because you're going to go rent it or buy it at a store. If everything's direct download at this point, it, it, and it's becoming yeah. that very yes. quickly, very very quickly. Yeah, we're just going to need storage space for them on our computers, yeah. right? right? Yeah. So what I was going to get at is, so essentially, the CRTC, this group of guys, is is attacking them because what they're saying is, we're going to have to raise our prices for for monthly internet, monthly uh, etc. Because, and I kid you not, this is the, their argument is we don't have enough internet to su- to support this. What they, what a lot of people have become, oh, so, well, you know, it's like, oh, there's not enough internet to go around. The internet, <laughs> the internet is not something that we mine. Yeah. It's not something that we're like we're digging in the ground and it's yeah. like, oh, I found some internet. <laughs> but here's a question though: like, is bandwidth expensive? Well, what does it take to produce a, a bandwidth? That's exactly it. Like, the, here, here, here's how bandwidth works. It doesn't work that there's only a certain amount of, like, say, for example, there are, you know, 200 terabytes that Rogers can give out to Fort McMurray, right? It doesn't work that way. They have a capacity. Unlimited. They ha- yeah, but they have a capacity. So, so what they, they can provide. For. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't run out. Oh, it'll just, the more users there are, the slower it'll run because it has to be divided amongst those users. So we want high. You yep. create more infrastructure. You create better servers. You create uh, the technology that you need. But all this costs to money. Support. It does cost money, but that's what we pay a monthly fee. Yes. Yeah. It's always going to pay a monthly fee. That's the argument on, of base, the little guy. The but little no, guy but basically what I'm asking is how much money does this cost? Like you're preaching to the choir here. Like, I, I, like I'm willing to pay what I pay with – I'm currently with Shaw. I'm willing mm-hmm. to pay a higher fee mm-hmm. to get a faster service, mm-hmm. right? I'm just curious, like from a company standpoint, like say I'm Mr. Shaw, right? Mm-hmm. And I have out of the 33 million customers in in Canada, I got Mr. Shaw. <laughs> I, I got five. I got five million, right? Mm-hmm. I want to provide 200 uh, kilobytes a second speed to, to every one of them, mm-hmm. right? What's it going to cost me to upgrade my infrastructure to that much? Because think about it. Like, oh, it will cost them a lot. Like it, it is expensive, but here here's the thing: it's it's justified because of the fact that. They're not, they're essentially, if they've got so many, like, say for example, they've got 5 million people that are, that have log, have, have subscribed to Shaw, right? Yeah. Their infrastructure can only support 2 million. That's not the user's fault. They, Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be allowed to sell over their capacity. Or, if they're going to sell over their capacity, they have to provide that infrastructure. So what they're saying is, oh, well, people, all these people downloading off of, uh. What do you mean by infrastructure, like? Servers, hardware, hardware needed to, to, yeah, to, to it's allow for a higher, a higher bandwidth. Ben, I think Ben's asking, where does the internet come from? <laughs> Pretty much. You yeah. see, like this, <laughs> you get the female internet and the male internet. Like, right? I think of the matrix right. kind of what I think of. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, that's that's what's allowed them to get away with so much so far is that, like, a lot of people don't understand how the internet works. And what it is, it's all it really is is a signal, right? <laughs> and 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 just like television, 
Why um why do certain cable stations cost more than others? It's only because of the content. Ta- content provided. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. technically, here's the thing. Right now, you're using up bandwidth with your with your cable right now because cable is now provided through the internet. It's not fiber. It's, yeah, it's fiber. It's fiber now, right? Fiber it's on all the time. Right yeah. now, you're using internet. Yeah, I'm using but, bandwidth right yeah, now it, it, on it, standby mode. Yeah, basically, right. what's happened is the formula. For Every iPhone using bandwidth. Well, exactly. Every well, mobile it, phone. It, yeah, exactly. And and the, here's the thing, like. Oh, but the thing is, what they're saying is, well, when people are are watching Netflix, etc., it's using up too much internet. It doesn't exist. All that's all that's happening is the users are just upping the bandwidth of what they're using. But that means that they have to provide the backbone infrastructure to support that, right? So, do you yeah. think it's all a big ploy just to get more money, or do they actually well, have a legit argument? The the argument being, um, it, there's uh, a lot of information on this on the internet, and you know what? I'm not a tech savvy guy for the most part. In, in, in the sense of like uh, fiber optics, etc. I'm sure Robocop versus the Nazis is going to elaborate this further because Jesse knows his shit when it comes to this. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, and so essentially what they're saying is they're, here's the concern that they're having. People are canceling their television subscriptions and only buying, only getting their internet subscription. So they're losing money on that yes. because people are just watching shit on Netflix. They're trying to crush a competitor. And what they're using as an argument is, well, Netflix doesn't have enough Canadian content. <laughs> And and that's why they need to be regulated, etc. Yeah, but I, oh, hold I can't on see now. the internet and Netflix being more than television. But hold right on now. now, hold on. Let's just go back to that argument. Cause Every old man and his dog watch television still. That's a good argument, though, from the CRTC. Because you know what they do to the radio stations, right? No, I'm aware you, of that. you got to have, I believe it's 35% Canadian no. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So do you think it's a ploy, or is just the CRTC just actually trying to stick to their policies and procedures? So what you're saying is that Canada should should filter our internet so it has 35% more content of Canadian Not content. filter the internet. No. And uh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes, 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 you see yes. what I'm saying? Netflix. They're, they're, Netflix, they're, they're trying to pawn Netflix. Netflix off as an actual they're trying broadcast to Exactly. Yeah, when, in fact, it's a service. Don't try to yell. Just come to the mic. When, in fact, it's it's an actual service. But, yeah. you know, you can't say that. No, you're right. Internet's taking over TV, though. It, it kind of is, though. Cable? You think? No. Hold on, Benzke. Think about it. Like... Well, let's go back. We, we to can't, the- we can't, we can't say TV, but like the people that touch their food, this is the future of uh, the sitcom, right? I think we can all agree. Think to about that. it. How many of your shows do you actually watch on television now, or do you direct <laughs> download them? None. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's either yeah. PVR or it's fucking direct download. I don't want to watch movies. Is the same thing. Episode of Futurama. At 9 p.m. on a Monday, <laughs> when I could, it, when I'm not doing nothing on a 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. You're 100 percent right on that one. The um, uh, comedy, the comedy <laughs> network, uh, the Canadian Channel Comedy Network. Yeah, they actually are, are providing um, their their comedy network shows directly on. Everyone's doing it now. Um, like, Ugly Americans premieres uh, this week, which yeah. is a really great show, it by is, the way. Uh, yeah, check and, that out. And it premieres the, and it premieres this week. You're so right. that's the future. And I think what's happening is. I think these broadcasters, what's happened is the game is changing in terms of what, how people are watching their content. And what's happening is they just don't know how to deal with it. So what they're trying to do is um, set in an old set of rules. That doesn't a new, apply. A new, no, okay, new, you sold me on that. Right? You definitely sold me on that one. Um, I mean, it'll come down to that argument, whether or not uh, Internet in Canada needs to be filtered for Canadian content. See, that'll be bullshit. No, but, I, but I, I do, I do to... enjoy our Canadian identity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like that. Like, I kind of, everyone's like, well... Do we need 35% Canadians on the radio? I think there needs to be some kind of standard because or else we just get overflown, right? I do like having that Canadian identity in there. Mm. But it's kind of hard to say this argument when, like, just like you said, are they going to filter what we see on the internet? They technically do filter what we hear on the radio. 
Yeah. So do they start filtering what we see on the internet? And you're kind of right. I, th- I think you kind of blown me away on the uh, argument. Uh, our, uh, Robocop versus Nazis will go into it further. But here, here's here's the kicker to all this. Essentially, um, they're seeing Netflix as an enemy when they should be seeing them as an ally. Because these new providers, this new way of, of providing media could give Canadian content an edge over the United States. If we embrace this, because we're getting our get Netflix asses, to make it easier. We're getting our to... asses fucking kicked at the box office in terms of Canada versus the United States, and 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 that's the whole thing. We're not against them, but the thing is, we keep making films that we tr- we try to break into the American market. Yep, you're right, because yep. that's where our big passion deal. And we're doing example. okay. Like um, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, and overseas, we're doing a lot better in the sense that like Canadian content is is more widely accepted overseas. But in, in to the United States, I mean, uh, I mean, Americans' attention spans are—you have to hit us with a big budget fast, right? Yeah. I mean, well, and- you're right. Like when a movie uses a selling point of a budget of 250 million, when they use that as a <laughs> selling point to get to draw you know an, an audience, more, like yeah. Avatar, exactly. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though: Avatar worked the most <laughs> expensive <laughs> movie ever made. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go spend my ten bucks on it. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's a spectacle, right? Well, yeah. Epic, yeah. I'm just saying, right. using that as a selling point, where to me, like, like, do you uh, think Canada can make an Avatar? Fuck, if we made an Avatar, our deficit would be. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't James Cameron Canadian? Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> it's interesting because uh, that's another interesting aspect is a lot of like uh, the talent in Hollywood, a lot of like the really high up people, they're Canadian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's, it's, and that's the whole thing. The, it's all about go- funding and money, right? Okay, like- so what I was going to get at is um, Netflix because right now the Canadian Netflix is having a hard time getting rights to American content. That's why, yeah, we're fucking that's hurting. Why, that's why Netflix, States, right? Netflix has a, a lot less content than the Netflix in the United States. That's why I the, hate Netflix. The distribution licenses, right? It's still, it's still good for what we got, but, but I'm sure in the, the States you get any fucking movie you want. Here, here's Canada's opportunity. Why not make deals for Canadian content and actually fill Netflix with a ton of Canadian content that's good? Not a bad idea. Instead yeah. of trying to produce like a the movie, people that touch the food, Nighthawk, yeah, Connect, <laughs> playing with toys. Instead of instead of net, instead of uh, our, our Canadian production Prime companies podcast. wasting twenty million dollars on trying to distribute a movie uh, theatrically, use the twenty million dollars to make it better and put it on Netflix. You see what I'm saying? Like, and then, but here's here's the, here's the, here's the thing: they need to find a way to measure sales or. So, so you're talking about Netflix as a fucking promotional deal? Uh, as a yeah, is as that a, what you're saying? Like Netflix premiere, like this is the this it, it's exclusively on Netflix. So, so you're like, talking Netflix is like the new the movie new theater. Yeah, movie theater. theater. That we were talking about this in the other podcast too, and, and but Netflix was, is nothing like a movie theater, but. And that's what the argument is: is the like experience. people will still go to the movie theater for, for an the experience. experience. And, and you know what? That's that's very true. But it doesn't mean that people won't be online the rest of the no, time. That's true. <laughs> There's no, no, for no yeah. you're, you're very much right. Like like, uh, like the look, general idea is that you go to the movie theater. Yeah, but look at the Dark Knight. Like we specifically, all three of us. We drove to Edmonton. We want to see the premiere of Dark Knight on we on, it on Yeah, exactly. we want that experience. But I'm going to tell you right now, I watched Dark Knight twice again in a regular theater. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if I could, if I could go to the experience, like I would spend the money yeah. to travel, just like Star Wars. Well, fuck us. that. Me and Tina went down to see uh, Red State in L.A., where we could have very easily waited. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you go down for the experience content, yeah. but once you once you make it that trip, mm-hmm. like I could have very easily went down and seen Dark Knight on IMAX. And then I still would have paid for it now, two more times on Netflix when I got home. Let's, uh, let's imagine, uh, let's fast forward maybe 10 Ooh. years, and, and we have, I don't know, uh, new Batman reboot's going to come out, right? <laughs> it's going to come out in Batman theaters. begins again. It's going to come out in theaters. But if you're willing to pay, say, for example, like an events fight type pay-per-view price, $65, 
Day of the premiere. Day that it comes out in theaters. $65, you can watch it at home. So you're turning the movie into like a sports event. No. No. No, 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 no. No. Here's the thing. Would you do both? So a movie is always going to be the same price? Don't think of it as Not for 65 bucks. No, you, like, I know, you're, try, I know you're trying to pull How many people are going to watch event? it, though? How many people are going to watch on your TV? You think a lot will? Well, sporting events. So, Tito, Tito, you're saying that they're going to pay fucking more money for the premiere to watch it at the comfort of their own home with their families. No, see, I, see, this is where you're, know, you're not going to win me on this one. People would say Here's people would pay to see a premiere in a, a, that, and what needs to be sawed. Sawed is a word. Okay, fine. So everyone goes to the premiere in the theaters. They really loved it. Yes. You want to go again to the theater? Or oh, hey, look. <laughs> no. Yes, but you won't sell me that for sixty-five bucks. I'll come home and de- I'll probably pay ten bucks over and over again to watch it again. From the comfort of my own home, but sixty-five okay. fucking bucks. Hang on, hang on. You go, you go watch a fight at the bar for ten dollars a piece, or you watch yeah. it at home at sixty-five dollars yeah, or sixty bucks. Set yeah, for sixty HG. bucks exactly. I pay sixty bucks. I think. It, <laughs> would you do it? Would you do it, Benski? I have many a time. If, if the movie, no movies, not not if, sports if I, movies. Okay, if it was but a movie that was just come out in theaters, and say for example, say for example, let's go, let's go see this Batman reboot, right? Okay, yeah. A, and and we want to go to the theater. Fuck, it's sold out. Yeah, but I really want to see this. But as of right now, you don't pay more planning. Is all that? <laughs> Do you pay extra now to go see a premiere in the theater? No, actually, you can because now we've got they've, they, the theaters are marketing themselves as you can get better seats now. You can reserve your seats. Even, even not in Canada, Canada yeah. But you're no, talking Arclay, not a McMurray. Yeah, no, you're talking Arclay. No, I'm talking about Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton that now. now has those those really nice seats and apparently have vibration. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So it's I like, like come watch any Spider Man to get your clitoris tickled. No, no what? Exactly. It's like this a, is a great movie. movie. It's an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's let's bring it Five back. Five minutes to over three with an orgasm. Let's bring it back to Fort McMurray content, okay? Okay. Fort McMurray's theater leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> That's it, an understatement. It doesn't, it doesn't support the infrastructure of the city. It doesn't support the population of the city. Sorry, uh, we've got a. That's six, why we drive to Edmonton to see a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we've well, got a IMAX, six cinema theater. Uh, averaging about uh, 150 seats per per uh, theater, right? Yep, yep. Very small space for the theater. Absolutely, the theater yeah. does not look like a theater. We <laughs> had another theater with, I think, a lot more seating, but it got close. You can feel like half a fucking heavy hauler in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you're in Fort Murray units of measurement, this <laughs> is hauler. half... One half of the Easily hauler. only two tons. Two, two tons. tons. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, so essentially... Um, what, I guess what I'm getting at is, um, if, if you had this service where, say, for example, there's a movie that just came out, $65 on pay-per-view, and you can't get to Edmonton, it's a viable option. I, I honestly feel, and here's the thing, like, hey, you, I hear you. Yeah, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 I, uh, as much as I, yes, I probably for would. The work it, band, I'm for looking, look at, look for the mass audience. <laughs> but, and that's what I'm thinking of that, uh, about Todd. Todd, what I'm thinking about is not about you have to do one or the other. I hear I'm, you, don't I'm for sure. I hear you. Both are available to you. I don't think it'll hurt box offices to have this movie available in, in uh, say for example, look, let's say for example, let's go back to Avatar. Uh, you can watch really Avatar the box in office. 3D at the theater or in high def in, at home, but without the 3D. <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? Like That'll hurt the box office because you don't go to the fucking box office I don't know. to go and see a movie. I mean, think, think you about watch it at home. Here, everyone said that, everyone's <laughs> saying that the recession the recession hurt every every facet of business, yeah. right? The highest grossing movie of all time got its numbers in the middle During the of recession. the recession. recession. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're, I think it's just me and you are going to price. Like, I wouldn't pay 65 bucks. 
<laughs> How hurting are you to see a new Batman movie, though? <laughs> yeah, but Dark Knight Rises. I'm not okay. It's it's probably you're you're drawing me on my my passion. It won't right? be like, your first. Pick. What about fucking uh, Shakespeare in Love? Like how much? How many people are gonna pay sixty five bucks to see that? Yeah, but if it's Dark Knight Rises, you'd pay sixty. Yes, like I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying you're drawing. No me, doubt about it. You're drawing me into to my like. You're drawing me into what yeah, I like. That's the scenario I'm thinking of. In and Out or whatever the fucking new comedy mm-hmm. romantic but comedy what, is. Think of it this way. Would that what ha- make money? What is it? Costing these companies to provide a digital copy next to nothing because it takes nothing to produce it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: the internet provider is the one that'll actually be the one that's taking the hit yeah. on this, right? Because there'll be how many people downloading it, right, or, or streaming it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, obviously, I'm not knowledgeable enough to give enough information for a choice, but I feel that it's an interesting topic because I feel. The way that we're – and this is very important in terms of like film in general and Canadian content in general in the sense that I think Canada needs to explore Step these up. new avenues. Step up their game. Because, because you know why? We're getting slaughtered by the Americans. Yeah, yeah but when it, comes down, sure. when it comes down to this level of entertainment, do we give a shit where the movie came from? Yeah. Do well, I, I mean, do, do I give a shit where who made Avatar? No. I care about what Avatar presents. Do I give a shit who made Pan's Labyrinth? No, I'm looking at what the content of Pan's Labyrinth is. Yeah, like do I care where who made Passchendaele? Or we're waiting for the Hobbit. We're waiting for the Hobbit. I don't give a fuck. Actually, the production photos of the Hobbit are are there. And surprisingly, no no oil sands pits. I know. I, I didn't. Sean I mean, looks like still, Yeah, I know. I'm just waiting for them to film <laughs> the crew. I fucking work with the guy. Looks like Frodo Baggins. So fuck off. <laughs> we all do. But uh, no, I'm, no, I'm serious. Like our. Is our argument like, do we care who makes what in the grand scheme of things? Like Michael J. Fox, and I found out he was Canadian. You know what? Right on. But fuck it, he was Martin McFly. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, he was like Jim Carrey. But does anybody think Jim Carrey is Canadian? Like, I'll never yeah, forget the is. argument. Oh yeah, yeah everybody knows I'll that. I'll never forget the argument me and my mom had too. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget the argument me and my mom had is when she saw it was something to do with uh, I was about to call Martin McFly, Michael J. Fox. And uh, she mentioned that, oh, he's just a, a piss-poor Canadian. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, he's Canadian, but he's too proud to be American. I'm like, well, what, what did you want him to do every time he won an Oscar? Like, this is for Canada! Like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Like, it's back in time. This is for Canada! Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's great that he's Canadian, like, uh, but, but we're not... Mr. Fox, yeah, but you're really ruining this trip. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like all, those, all those American on the American team that are Canadian, right? Well, no, like, like when, when it comes to sporting events, like the Olympics is a prime example. That's when you want people to those, be from those they pick the states because they can't make the Canadian team. Yeah, so but I'm just out. saying, like, when it comes to this kind of shit, like, do we care who who, who invented insulin? No, we're just yes. glad it's invented. Do we oh, give yeah. a shit who invented the telephone? Right, what, what what, what's getting? the difference? Who cares if he's, he's going on a ten dollar bill? What you, he's going on a new ten dollar bill, fucking Douglas yeah. Murphy. Just like the needle in his side. What's his name again? Douglas. Uh, I don't fucking know. But no, I'm just saying. He's the greatest Canadian. You don't fucking know that. But who cares? He made you, it. You're bitching about Canadians right now, man. But I'm not <laughs> you're like us Canadians. Fensky just go leans over and punches you. Um, <laughs> no, like I'm just saying. Okay. Doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter. But there has to be a reason to justify the amount of millions that we're putting into these movies. And the thing is, we're putting this money, say for example, Passchendaele, we put $25 million into this movie. The, the Canadian government did. You're right. Yep. And it underperformed in our market and it couldn't break into the American market. 
what could we have done different? I think exploring different Spend avenues on stuff we need. No, but here's the thing: exploring different avenues of avenues of distribution might have been a better idea than trying to make a, a movie that was going to appeal to Americans. We could have made our own movie, but if we had distributed, like if we had paved, see where the puck is going. Remember, uh, if we had paved uh, our own uh, path, uh, maybe uh, we would have had better success. Maybe maybe Passchendaele could have become one of those movies where it's like. Okay, uh, Passchendaele dist- distributed on Netflix.ca exclusively. I think if if Passchendaele had been just on Netflix and and you heard, oh, Passchendaele, you would have got a lot more, yeah, a you're lot right. more you're right. attention. I'll, I'll, you, and you I'll buy into that. The up the subscriptions to Netflix. I'll buy into that. I just think it's, you know what it's I think. If fucking... Netflix is willing to pro- provide better content or willing to pay for the distributed content. So, for example, if uh, the new episode of whatever is coming out this week, it's on Netflix the same day. I'm willing to pay. My subscription for television for the convenience of watching whatever show I want at whatever time I want instead of of, of, of pandering to okay. uh, show. No, you, you sold me on that. Yeah. You sold me on that one. I'm going to get called like a crappy. Well, interestingly enough, the, guy, point in the, the guys were arguing. The guys were arguing with me about the fact that uh, Canadian shows are actually doing not bad in the American market. Like uh, Corner Gas is actually doing pretty good. Corner Gas is good. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But, like, yeah, the, the Trailer Park Boys is pretty good too. So uh, interestingly been, enough, the Trailer Park Boys got an offer to create an American counterpart of the same show. They turned it down. Yeah, yeah excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fucking right. They, they they said. Well, what? So why didn't they just? Uh, put more money into that because they're dire Canadian Dotsky like you aren't they kind of no, no, are. Are. They, they, the, the trailer car, trailer park boys are really interesting because like it's kind of like the show is the redneck culture of Canada yeah, yeah so that's, it's, that's, so that's, the US that's, company that's, that wanted to reproduce you, you have these people in the states but they're like the people that live in trailers in the south right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like the hillbillies <laughs> as it were and they have and no like, idea that's kind of what we have it, like it's so interesting because like our, our version of poor people that live in the yeah. ghetto they live in nice trailers <laughs> But no, like, like this is my prime example. Like this company that wants to reproduce the show, like why do they try to reproduce it? Why don't they say, "Here's fifty million, make more seasons, and we'll air you in the U.S." Mm-hmm. Why didn't they do that? Like this is my point: is like why would they try to recreate something when they can just pour more money into it? Like who cares where they film or where well, they're from? Here's why I'm. This I, is a funny show. Okay, okay. Let, let's let's leave that as a bookmark because I uh, I think we've already gone to the point where I'm I feel. That we're kind of I, I I've stolen a concept from a show from the people that uh, the people at such for you from Robocop versus the Nazis. Here's the difference though: they're uh, they're actually going to be researching this on Canadian content. So what, <laughs> what, yeah, and we're just bullshitting. What I would say is is for people that listen to our podcast, they research facts um, and stacks. We're yeah, just fucking uh, run our mouths. Robocop versus the Nazis. Um, if you guys haven't listened to, into it yet, it's it's actually Robocop versus the Nazis.com. There's a website. They're a podcast that's kind of we call them sister cast and. Uh, Essentially, what they are—they're more film-based in terms of Edmonton and Canadian uh, filmmaking, and they talk about stuff like production. I think their next episode is going to be more about the CRTC as well as Canadian content. Yeah. So, if you want to get more of the facts, talk to them. I mean, I—I I find it something interesting to bring up because, in terms of Fort McMurray, we don't—we have yes. a small theater. There's, you know, you—we we're going to Edmonton because we don't want to see movies in our own theater. <laughs> you know, you're 100 percent right on that. Yeah. You're, you're, I, you're beyond right on I that. I honestly feel. If there was, if the movies were available on pay per view, I'd be willing to spend sixty five dollars on watching a movie. You're totally right, Tito. You know, but is that going to happen for IMAX though? How much are you going to spend at the theater? You gonna you got your ticket price, you got your food prices, which are fucking ridiculous in the theater. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And then Six you're pack of beer in your fucking purse. Yeah, you get fucking drunk and watch a movie. <laughs> I'd just be past that after a half hour and the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all that's right. So uh, we'll, we'll put a bookmark. In, we'll we'll put a bookmark on that one. 
Yeah, um, and uh, what I'm going to say is because I'm really, <laughs> after this comment, no, 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 of what course, I'm say is I'm really sorry, Jesse and the guys. Um, I, I, you know what? Honestly, your your content is probably going to be far superior than what we're talking about because we're not even talking about any facts at this point. But what I would say is, if you guys like the, what we're talking about right now, listen to their podcast on this topic because they're going to have better facts and it's going <laughs> research. I just wanted to get mad at me <laughs> for you stole, stole my bit. bit. You stole my <laughs> bit. <laughs> well, it's what it's what everybody does, right? You watch TV. You Put watch, the mic in your you face. Watch, you watch a movie. You go over to the movies. I mean, it's you watch Netflix. Reason, you watch DVDs. It's kind of the reason this podcast exists because Fort McMurray is kind of short on entertainment. And I mean, <laughs> we're offering something that Some a lot of people yeah. are offering in, in Fort McMurray. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're right, Tito. Really, but the um, so yeah, keep your submissions in. We got the Interplay Film Festival. Everyone on Twitter. Make sure you check it out. Pound IFF is the official hashtag. Yeah. Um. So this weekend, of course, uh, Canada Rocks Kiss. Um. Go to it if you have tickets. If you can't get, uh, what what is that old ad they used to say? It's like um, if you can't go, you can't see. Or no, no, no. It'd be like uh, uh, when does it? When's the second? Is that uh, Sunday? That's Saturday night. Okay, so it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night. Kiss comes to Fort McMurray. If you're not going, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, break out. <laughs> I'm going to BC. Um, so yeah, go to Canada Rocks and uh, Pound IFF and submit your films. That's right, Countdown Film Festival. Four weeks as of the the premiere of this podcast. Film Festival at eventswithbuffalo.com. And and you know what? I think this we've got a lot of material for next week as well, man. We didn't cover half of the stuff that we no, didn't cover. Choke. I'm a choke. We're finished right now. So I, th- I think you're finished already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're done. The uh, so that's uh, Wyman podcast. Uh, <laughs> For Wyman Podcast, I'm Toski. I'm Tito. Cut that shit, Bensky. See you next time. Wyman Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. fuck. Thank you.